This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. need you to hear a thing and I need now listen listen this applies remember we're in the time zone now of so fast an accelerated thing one thing fast on the heels of another and so that applies to the revelations that God wants to give you. Uh, so it ain't going to take, you know, uh, it it should not be that you still got crayons and a coloring book. <laughs> Amen. And we got to go over all the ABCs and all that stuff anymore. Uh, I mean, we're talking, you know, we're in a place now uh, where maturity needs to be is expected uh, of you. Uh, I mean, you know, years and years and years of hearing, and now all this stuff's got to come together in an application. Amen. Amen. Uh, so, uh, you know, seriousness about you need to be hearing. Uh, I'm this way with God. Say, God, I need to know what I need to know. I need to hear what I got to hear. I got to see what I got to see. I'm not, I'm not, you know, we're past the playing part. I mean, this has got to work in my life. Amen. And through my life to help other people. This, I don't, I don't have, I'm not repeating anything. Amen. I've repeated, I've repeated a few lessons. I don't need to repeat them anymore. I, I'm a very astute student now. Praise God. Amen. So I need you to hear a thing. I hope you came ready to, uh, to listen. Now, we're talking about possessing faith. Uh, and we could say this exactly. What are you saying, God, when you talk about possess the promised land? Remember, there's... The promised land is the dimension of the promises uh, of, of God for our lives. Amen. For us corporately, but also for us uh, personally. Amen. Living, you know, taking possession of the promised land is all of God's promises in Jesus that are yes and amen for us corporately as the church. Uh, these promises belong to the church. Amen. And whosoever will become part of the church, the family of God. But they also, because remember that, it says, it says, remember at one time you were, you were aliens, you were foreigners, you were, you were in this world and without hope, you were foreigners to uh, the, uh, the commonwealth of Israel or the people of God. Amen. Amen. These promises have been given to the people of God. So if you're a people of God or want to be a people of God, the, the first promise to people in the world is you can become the people of God. Amen. You can be born again. Uh, 
but it's to the church. But also there's, there are these promises that are personal to you. They belong to you. God wants you to have them. I mean, He, he wants... He, your name is on it. Amen. It wasn't just to Abraham or Jesus or Joseph or Moses. It's to you. Amen. Amen. Um, and so, uh, when we talk about the promised land, we're talking about living under the promise of God. That there is a live, active promise that you are living under by faith. I'm believing God. See, it should never be a say, what are you believing God for and you, are, and you just don't know. Amen. Don't shout me down because I'm preaching real good uh, tonight now here. You know, you, there, you're, and my faith should be active. It should be effective, effectually saying, I, I can tell you. Amen. The, and, and you're speaking the word, and it's attached to what you are, you are pulling on out of the realm of the invisible into the visible. I'm believing God for a house, a better house. I'm believing God for, uh, you know, an in, for increase. I'm believing God for a job. I mean, it ought to be that quick. You ought not to think, have to think, you know, that, and not know you, that you see, then you just got some general. Wish or idea? No, specific, exactly. I can tell you. Yeah. Amen. Amen? I can tell you exactly what the upgrades would be in my life. In detail. In natural things, but also in spiritual things. Mm-hmm. Amen? More of God. More of His blessing. More uh, to be able to be a blessing in life. Amen? I can, uh, I mean, put dollar amounts to the thing. You've got to get down in this thing and serious enough with it that it comes out of this uh, somewhere... Someday, somehow, some way. Are you listening? How can God work with something like that? Exactly. God has said exactly what He wants. And He tells us to tell Him exactly what we want. Out of what He wants. Be exacting. Amen? I mean, that. anyhow. Alright. Uh, it says, possess the promised land, own it, and occupy it in person. You're not going to drive down the street and pick out any driveway and wind up in anybody's house. You have one. Yeah. Good yeah. God Almighty. You, have been, you, you can't get down in the parking lot in any old car or do. It don't belong to you, but the one that's yours yeah. personally. You are to occupy that and live in that personally. Same thing with this. Yeah, it's all yours, but listen... Have some of it that I mean it's in your it's in your heart, it's in your back pocket. You can pull it out uh, of your words anytime and tell people, I am believing God. Specifically, accurately. Amen. Me and God got a project going on. Me and God, I am pulling on my stuff. Well, what do you mean your stuff? Oh, let me tell you now about my stuff. Amen. Hallelujah. Are you hearing? That's how, that's how we're supposed to live. This other stuff, you ain't going to get nothing from God. Hmm? If I go into Walmart and say, boy, look at all the stuff. My Lord, I'm telling you, I'm so blessed. All the stuff here in Walmart. Is anything specifically you came in Walmart for? You're going to walk out empty-handed, honey. Yeah. It's all there, but if you don't decide Amen. what it is you want... And pick it off of there. And are you listening? And put it in your cart and go through. Are you listening to the line and pay for it and call it your own and bring it home and put it up on your wall? Right. 
it's still going to be at Walmart. Good. That's the church. That's, you know, oh, we're just so glad to be saved, you know. Well, it's a whole lot more than that. <laughs> Amen. Your stuff, everybody say, my stuff. If you can't tell me what you're believing for, now listen now, you're not believing for nothing. We need to get your faith kick-started here. Amen. All right? Everybody say, I'm going to believe for better. Can you describe to me what that is? Because if you can't, you need to get to work. That's your homework. Amen. Hallelujah. Don't be mad at me because I'm trying to help you. I got to pull you out of this, you know, iffy, whiffy, hiffy stuff. Willy, nilly believing like Joe says. Amen. Whole thing lives up in Hackneyville. Anyway. Own it. Possess the promised land. Own it. Occupy in person. The Bible describes a physical, geographical, and a natural place in detail. Amen. But it also, that physical, natural uh, uh, place that God, and geographical place that God described for Israel, the people of God, was where a spiritual dimension of life by grace, of grace, and in grace, that that, that was given full expression to. God said, I'm going to put you into a spot, and there I'm going to bless you. And the spot's going to look like this because of the blessing of God and because I wanted you to experience that naturally. But it's a spiritual thing and it's a natural thing. Everybody say spiritual and natural. Now, it's where that, uh, uh, the promised land is where what's promised is realized. Where what has been promised is actually realized in a personal, practical, and powerful experience in this life. Not only in the one to come, but we're living this one here. Amen. Thank God for the one to come. That's settled. Are you listening? With no point in, in, in our, you know, in all of our faith being over there. And someday God says, today, if you hear my voice, I want to bless you now. I want you to live in my best now. I want people to look at you and say, now God's in that. That looks like God. That looks like heaven. That looks like. What God can do, amen, here in this life. Is it possible to experience God here in this life? Evidently so. The Bible's full of examples of people that did, that just simply believed it. Believed that we're supposed to have it here. Amen. All right, I'm doing, I'm going to blow a hole in the wall anyway. Now listen, we saw in Hebrews, the fourth chapter, and the eighth chapter, through the 11th verse, that this place of promise, all right, still exists for us today. It says the promise of an arrival and rest wasn't canceled at the time of Joshua. But it is still a live, active promise to this day for the people that will believe him. It is still a live, a live promise. Now, let me ask you, are you living... Under a live promise. Praise the Lord. Amen. It should be alive in you. More alive than the death that's all around you. Amen. We also see in the scripture how God in great and exacting detail describes the place and describes the grace or the kind of life uh, that is lived there in the the, the promised life. 
abundant life. Amen. Uh, and Deuteronomy, the 8th chapter, uh, 6 through 15. It, it, I love this. Um, I, I love this verse, these verses of Scripture, because it describes in detail the process and the progress that we make uh, in following God. Amen. And it says, uh, and, and the, the gist of it, he's saying, listen, you keep my word. Keep the promises. Keep them live, living, and active. Keep them out in front of you. That, that, keep them, uh, be fruitful and productive in them. Amen. He said, everything that God has done, brought you through the hard times, the hard place, all that, was so you would learn that every word from God is your life. Every word that God promises, that's how we're supposed to live. All right, Not by natural things and bread alone, our own strength and our own ability, but live by the words that come out of His mouth. Amen. And what are those words? Promises. Live, active promises of what God wants to do, what God will do, what God can do, what God is doing for those that believe Him. Amen. Now, uh, he describes this land as a good land. He describes it as a land with plenty of water and plenty of productive, fertile ground, which produces certain crops, he described. But really, he's talking about, he said, a land of wheat and, you know, uh, uh, all of these things. But he's describing a fertile place, a productive a place where, where good ground, where you put seed and it'll grow. And, and bring increase in your life. Plenty of water, plenty of good soil. He said it's a land of abundance, no scarcity, but plenty. Never go hungry. Uh, one translation says where nothing is lacking. So let me say this, then lack is a thing of the past. There's no plans for lack in the future of the prosperity that God has planned for you. Lack has, has no place in those plans and has no place in the future that God is unfolding in your life. Lack, I submit to you, in the plans of God, there can, there's a specific, he said, in this place, and I'm telling you, we're here in this place. How do I know that we're here in this place? We know it uh, spiritually, but we also know uh, the evidence uh, um, is, will be self-evident in the natural. So let me submit to you that the, 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 your days in the wilderness and where you ate manna from heaven, where all you did was gather what God did all by Himself are over with. You are living in a land and in a place now, are you listening, where you and God do it together. You sow and you, are you listening, and He grows it and you reap it. It don't come down out of heaven like it did before. And all you do is gather what God had done. Now God gives you seed and you sow it in good ground and you tend that garden of God with God and you believe God for increase of what? Of your seed that you've sown and you reap a harvest. Come on now. It has all changed. Everything has changed. Now, you know, those might just be words, but keep trying to go out and gather something that is no longer there. All you're going to find instead of manna is God handing out seed. Oh my. Because every harvest is connected to a seed. 
We're before we only we we believe, you know, and we're 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 famous for this. We only see see need. We yeah. don't see see. Yeah, that's right. All right. Because we're used to gathering what God has done. But it's grow up time now, honey. All the wilderness. He said the whole purpose of the wilderness. Do your homework here. The whole purpose of the wilderness was to teach you to live. Are you listening? By the words that come out of By the seed that God gives you of His Word that grows in your heart. And you reap a harvest in your experience. Come on now. I told you, you got to be listening so you can hear a thing. Lack, then, is a thing of the past. Lack is not in the future that God has for you. It says where we have been brought into, and we are here. We won't lack anything, but have everything that we need. You cannot thrive, listen, with a survive expectancy and mentality. There's no way. This is a place where it's described with flourishing, thriving. And you can't bring a surviving mentality to this place. It won't work here. It's not in the plans here. It's not even discussed here. It's not thought of here. God, don't hear it here. Praise God. So we're not to expect lack, scarcity, not enough, or even just enough. They're not in the plans that God has for our future. Let me go over it again. You might not have heard it. I said, don't expect lack. Don't expect scarcity. Don't expect not enough. Don't expect even just enough because those words and terms and realities and experiences are not in the plans that God has for your future. Now, they might be in the plans the devil has. What you doing listening to the devil? Well, it may be your experience. Listen, it was your experience, but it's not going to be your experience. In Are you listening? Starting today as we hear His voice, my expectation has changed. I'm facing in a different direction. I'm not looking at lack anymore. I'm looking at the abundance. Lord, there's not enough. There's not enough time. My ground isn't big enough to get all the seeds in this. Hmm? Praise God. So get rid of all plans to accommodate lack. Let me challenge a little statement. Uh, Get rid of all plans to just make do. Ain't no more making do. Ain't no more just barely getting through. Be all done with junk, honey. There's a better one. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. People come and people go. Lord, set me free in that. Amen. They People belong to God. But every time, you know, folks will come, they get so excited. Oh, I'm with you, preacher, and all that. You know, I don't get too excited about that. I always say, you see. And when they don't never come back again, God says, don't worry, I got a better one. <laughs> Amen. I'll tell you. Now, listen, I'm not being mean, but I'm going to tell you what. You're going to have to come early before this thing gets all said and done. Somebody better gut your chair. Yeah. Two, three, four times on a Sunday, gut your chair. Because God's doing things. Amen. I don't see it. I know you don't. You won't see it till you... Uh, you won't... Listen, you won't believe it till you see it. And you won't even believe it then. 
Amen. But listen now, don't don't get in, don't get in the don't get in face way. <laughs> Faith will just run right over top of you. Oh, I don't believe that. Well, as one fellow said, if God did this, how could this be? When the prophet said 24 hours, everything will be different. And he said, I don't know how that can be. He said, you'll see it, but you won't be taken. You know what it did? It ran right over top of him. Trampled him to death. Moving right along. Praise the Lord. No, set your affection on things that are above. Not beneath. Above only. The head and not the tail. Abundance and plenty more than enough. Amen. Hallelujah. Everybody say own it. We're not going to owe it, honey. We're going to own it. Hallelujah. I'd rather have a $500 owned than a a $5 million owed. Amen. Hallelujah. Got to get to owning some stuff. If you can't own no more than your toothbrush, just get up every day. Praise God. I own this thing. You might owe on your house, owe your socks, owe your shoes, owe, uh, bought all your clothes on a credit card, oh, riding in the car that's owed. Are you listening? In the house of those. But by golly, you ought to grab a hold of something you do own and say, this I own. And I'm going to own it all before it's said and done. I prophesy to you right now, debt and lack and and are you listening? I will own it all. House I own you. Car I own you. I call you. Pay. Anyhow. Here things are different. Things aren't the same. As what you have lived in. But get rid of all that stuff. Amen. Set your affections on that. Expect to receive the prospering plan. I know the plans I have for you. Plans to prosper you. Amen. Not to decrease, but to increase you. Prosper you. Amen. I expect to receive the prospering plans. The flourishing plans. I expect to see... Well, let's read down here. Amen. Just a little bit. It goes on to say down here, I love this in verse 11. It says, make sure you don't forget God, your God, by not keeping His commandments, His rules and regulations that I command you this day. Make sure that when you eat and are satisfied, build pleasant houses and settle in, see your herds and flocks flourish and more and more money come in. Watch your standard of living going up and up. Now look here, look at this. Now look, look, then should we expect if he, what's he saying here exactly? I believe he said exactly what we're supposed to expect from him. He goes, when you're in that place, you're in this kind of a grace. And you should expect you're going to see more and more money. Are you listening? Now see, some of you hold real tightly to what you got because you think that's all that's ever going to come in. He said, listen... More and money come, more and when you see more and more money come in. Well, you know, money don't come like that to me. Because you don't command it to come to you. Money has to come to you. You got to learn to call for your money. Oh, ah, eh, eh, ah. You know, Alabama Power calling for my money. Chrysler calling for my money. Key bank. Okay, they don't have a key bank now, but you know what I'm saying. You know, 
Well, Fargo calling for steal your money if you don't watch out. Jet, get out of there. Amen. Praise the Lord. Uh, tell the truth now. I know they said they're sorry, but you know, you don't get to be sorry twice. You stole once, you might steal twice. Anyway. <laughs> How can you call for a harvest where you have not sown? Now, see, here's the confidence factor. Are you listening? It's hard to call for something, are you listening, for a harvest that you have not sown the seed for. But when you have sown the seed, you can call with confidence your harvest. So how does more and more money come in? More and more money gets sown out. See, the fight is not over where you are, but where you're going to. If every harvest is attached to a seed, then the fight is over the seed. We got to stop looking at I need a harvest and realize, no, what I need is the seed that's going to produce that harvest. And when I get my seed in God's hand, the devil can't take it out of the God who increases it and make sure I get it. When I have confidence enough to call for it, I got a deal going with God. God is the Lord of my harvest. Why? Because he lorded my seed. Oh, you got to hear a thing now. I'm going to tell you how do you get out of everything. And, and now listen now. More and more money come in. How does that happen? More and more money. Are you listening? When more come in, you got to sow more out. Then more can come back in. Notice he said more and more. We're talking double then triple. More and more. Everybody say more and more. So when more come in. And more then goes out. Then more more comes in. And more more go out. Then more more more. Are you listening? Go out and more 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 come in. And there's no limit. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Now. And watch your standard of living going up. And up. Your watch. Now watch this. Watch. If he said watch, you should watch. Now how's that going to happen? Honey, it ain't never going to happen first on the outside. It's going to happen first on the inside. So let me help you out here. All right. Watch your standing. God is, is, is in his plan setting a new Standard or raising the standard, setting a new standard, a new measure, amen, for your living. Listen, expect to have to up your game. Say, up your game. Did he say it was your standard? Yes, he did. He said, as you watch your standard of living. See, son, you got real low standards for your life. Real low standard. I'm going to pick on you now for just a minute. See, see, listen, late every day. Don't manage time well. Are you listening? So you go, listen, you have to have some, do you have to have somebody stand over you and threaten to fire you that you can't learn to be on time? You're going to realize time is, a, is the master resource. You trade time for money. You trade time for everything that you do. Listen, if you listen, if you won't set the standard for your life, God will. 
And he'll bring you up a hard way. Are you hearing? Put somebody who will be unmerciful over you and challenge you where that's concerned. Are you listening? Why? Not to hurt you, but to help you. You want to get to a place where you get your own self up. You get your own self there on time. You get yourself. You set the agenda for the day. Under God. He, listen, you're your own boss. He's your boss, but you are calling the shots. Somebody else is going to tell you what to do or make you do something. You're going to live on that low standard. You're a Christian, get there early. You're a Christian, work hard. You're a Christian, you stay late. You shine. And you don't have to. We were talking with Leanne today. I mean, my God in heaven. She's talking about, you know, even staff there in the hospital, stuff like that. And she boiled it down to things. She said, she said, talk about excellence. She said, well, really, it just boils down to some people work hard. Some people just lazy. That's right. I'll tell you what. Now, poverty and laziness go together. Hmm? No, they do. Are you hearing? Poverty and laziness go together. Now, I'm not talking, you know, you know, uh, you know, that all you ever do. There's a balance in life, you understand. But by golly, you know, I remember I used to tell uh, my uh, boss, he was, uh, you know, uh, won him to the Lord. He's a tough character. But anyway, he said, you know, we're going to put in more time. I said, you know, if we just work 10 hours while we're here, if we actually worked Ten hours. That's enough, son. You know, instead of lollygag around and play around, we give you a 12, 14 hours because we're not productive. Let's just work eight hours. Let's work ten hours. Amen? We're here to work. Let's W-O-R-K it. Let's be productive. Let's, you know... I mean, you know, diddle squaddling around 20 minutes to go to the bathroom. Another 15 minutes to get a cup of coffee, huh? you know. Got to go out and the habits will cause you to do things. You know what I'm saying? Four or five times a day. You got to do this or do that. Come on. Amen. Manage yourself. And I'll tell you something else, you know. I mean, get rid of the time wasters in your life. Some of them are people. Some of it's stuff and some of them are people. They come and hang around and do nothing. And you know what? They cause you to do nothing. Amen. Moving right along. You know, when Sandy don't want to do nothing, I go, I got to go. Sometimes when she wants me to do everything, I go, I bet. <laughs> Ooh, I got to go. <laughs> Where are you going? I got stuff for you to do. So I got stuff to do too. Amen. I'm serious. Amen. Up in your stand, watch your standard of living go up and up means that, you know, you're not satisfied with that anymore. And you know where stuff comes from. Are you listening? Work hard, the Bible says, and have plenty of bread. Where does plenty of bread come from? Working hard. You know, are you listening? And you'll see, you know, look, slumpy and grumpy and lazy and sleepy are not our examples. You've seen them, all the dwarfs, you know. I hate my job, I hate my job, I hate my job. I hate my boss, I hate my boss, I hate my boss. I wish it was somewhere else, somewhere else, somewhere else. You know, and we fall right in line. Yeah, me too, me too, me too, me too. You know. Glad to have a job. Pray for my boss. Show my boss what a good employee looks like. Are you listening? Proving God is alive and real. Amen. They're all working with you. Someday they'll be working for you. 
Hallelujah. Hmm? It's not an excuse because so-and-so does it and so I can get by with it. Anyhow. I'm telling you how, you know, what, what God can bless. What, what, what is blessed of God. Amen. You want to operate in the Bible? Your standard is higher. His ways, His thoughts are totally higher than our thoughts and our ways. So we want our standard to come up. You got to start thinking the way He thinks about it. Amen. Amen. This job is an assignment. I am a representative of the Master Lord Jesus Christ. And I'm going down there today and shine with the glory of God. I'm going to show them what blessing is and what being a blessing is. Amen. Are you listening? Our God is large and in charge. We got a meeting tomorrow, and I told Sandy, man, I lined Sandy out this afternoon. Got her so, I mean, got her so worked up, she threatened me. My God in heaven. We went in the hospital, and uh, I challenged her over a thing, and she said, I won't repeat what she said. Amen. <laughs> I wasn't offended. I go, that's good. That's good. And Leanne gave her some uh, uh, little drops of stuff to take. I said, well, just take that. She, I said, what? I said, let me ask you. I said, this is going to dull her down. And she said, uh, Leanne said, well, you know, she said, uh, it did take the edge off me. I said, you don't take that till after tomorrow. <laughs> I said, I want you as edgy as you can be. I mean, I'm going to preach to you and pray in tongues. We'll fire you up all the way down because we're going down somewhere, throw a rock, knock them to the ground, cut their head off. Amen. Sharp. Hallelujah. Anyhow. That's who we are. We're gods. And God is, not only is God good, honey, God's great. God is magnificent. God there is exceeding. God is beyond description of how excellent He is. Amen. I mean beyond compare. None beside Him. Well, then that means you just described him who's your, who you are made in his exact image and likeness. Be like him. Be like him. Amen. Sharp. Hallelujah. All right. You may not want to be sharp for you. Be sharp for him. Amen. You know, for years, Sandy would challenge because my standard uniform was a, you know, flannel shirt and blue jeans. Now, that's not a bad thing. I'm still very comfortable playing a shirt and blue jeans. But I thank God for a woman, you know. And I know I complain about the pink shirts and stuff like that, you know. But if it wasn't for her, you know, I wouldn't be fit to be seen in public. Amen. And, you know, I tell you what, God will start getting a hold of you at different times. I, I remarked saying this, and I went to sale the other day. And, and this friend of ours, I was telling him, I said, you know, anytime you see him now, he wear overhauls other times. But when he's at that sale, I'm telling you, them shoes are spit shined. That, uh, that shirt is pressed and sharp and crisp. Amen. He smells good. He uses breath mints. I mean, he's on his game. <laughs> no, seriously, because he's a salesman. Because he's selling. Amen. Told me one time, he said, when I was a little kid, he said, I used to take quarters. He said, new quarters to school. He said, and I'd sell them for 50 cents. <laughs> he said, they'd be shiny and new. And he said, people would give me two of them old dull quarters or two dimes and nickels and stuff. I said, you were selling the shine. Yeah. See, Jesus is selling the shine. Yeah. The difference between you and the rest of the world, you shine. Yeah. 
because the glory is on you. Mm. Hallelujah. I cleaned up my truck. I shocked everybody. Shocked my mechanic. Shocked my son. Shocked my woman. I'm proud. I go to the, I go to the, uh, uh, you know, not in a bad way, but I go to the uh, feed store. I go, look at here. You can see the back seat. They go, man, you need off the floor. <laughs> Some different than before. Amen. Why? Up your standard of living. When you see your standard going up. Listen, let me encourage you. Go up with it. When you see God raising the standard on the inside of you, you're all done with junk. You don't like that no more. You're sick of broke, busted, and disgusted. When you're tired of stuff not working. When you're tired, are you listening? Oh, raggedy stuff. Are you hearing? Are you understanding? When you see it going up, hitch your rope to that and go up with it. You hear me, friend? Go up with it, son. Amen? Nothing can keep you down. Because God's on that thing. God's up in the ante. God's up in the standard. You ought to take your faith. If you Listen, I'm telling you, you stop being lazy with your faith. Complacent. This is good enough. No, it's not. God's got a better one and you better be believing for it. You're not listening to God. These are the days of the better. Hallelujah. Yeah, you could get through and get by and that's good enough for you. But what about God? Is that good? What if he wants to use you in a greater way? What if he wants you in another neighborhood? Come on now. What if he wants you to... Are you listening? What if there are people down there that you should be the witness to? What if he wants you running in those circles? Amen. I mean, there are places you won't go because you ain't got the money. What if God wants you to have the money so you can go there because there's somebody there that needs to see you in your prosperity and know that you are the seed and that prosperity is the seed that God has blessed. God, I'm preaching good right now. I won't take it back. Amen. I'm not going to back off or, or, or be less. Not when he said more and more. What should I expect about money? My money. See more and more. What's it going to do? Come in. How come it's going to come in? Because I'm going to call for it. How am I going to call for it? My seed is calling for a harvest. My seed in the, in the hands, in the eyes, in the, in the sight of the Lord of the harvest, He is impossible for Him to ignore seed. Now, he don't... Listen, He knows the difference between a seed... Are you listening? And other stuff. That widow woman with two pennies sowed a seed. Right. Jesus goes, hey, let That's me tell right. you something right now. I saw a seed. I want to call your attention. That woman sowed a seed. Hallelujah. So it's not a matter of amount. Listen, the seed of faith. The seed of faith. You ought to be, listen, if what you're believing for you can do, erase that. That's not from God. Give me that paper. We're going to tear that one up. You, you're not hearing. That isn't up and up. We need to up. And if, that, if you still feel like you might kind of could do that on a good day, then we're going to up it again. We're going to keep upping it until you ain't no way possible, humanly possible, for you to ever do that. You're going to have to believe God. You're going to have to sow your way and grow your way and harvest your way all the way up that hill. 
Now that, my friend, is God. And quit making plans for all that other stuff. You know, we do this, uh, this, this offering here, you know. And you ain't never sown $100 in your life. That's fine. All right? But why aren't you believing to sow $100? Why do you say, I've never sown $100, so I'll never sow $100? That's not for me. He had to be talking to somebody else for me. What if God wants to multiply that a hundredfold? Are you listening? And get you out of the hundreds and into the thousands. And here you playing around with a dollar and a dime. Won't even attempt to use your faith. Then stay stuck in that mess. Are you listening? But you're going to need what I'm teaching you someday. Are you listening? When the doctor says there ain't no way, you're going to need this kind of stuff. You're going to need to have your faith active and working and effectual that wherever you point it, whatever you say happens right then. That's as you say. Come on now. Jesus, help us. I'm about to break you. Listen, I feel like I'm butchering heifers all over this place tonight. Religious blood flowing everywhere. I got to jerk you up out of some... You know, stuff. Come on. Amen. Up your game. Your game. Yours. Your game needs to come up. You got to press in for this kind of prosperity. This isn't going to fall on you. This isn't going to be accidental. This isn't going to slosh on you from somebody else. You got to get your own bucket. Forget about the bucket. Amen. Get a barrel. Forget about the barrel. You need to go looking for a semi-tanker truck. Well, I, I, I don't know where to get one. Start finding one in faith. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Well, I don't know how to do that. Don't go to the car lot, honey. Go down where they sell semis. Walk around one of them. Get around a big tanker truck. Amen. Just walk around it. Just be around it. Rub it. Feel on it till it feels on you. At least get a picture of it. At least look at something other than what you've been looking at. Quit bit of the beggar's cup. Throw that down. And get out there and look at something bigger. Something better. Something beyond you but never beyond God. Something so big it takes only God could do that in your life. Hallelujah. Mm, Get a better picture of God and a better picture of you. Now, listen, this has all described the reward. But we have to be concerned with the requirement. Up your game. Do what you have to do to win to excel, to exceed. You ought to always, if you're, if you're just playing t-ball, you ought, to be, you ought to be dreaming of the day that you're pitching on the, in the World Series, the winning in it. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Amen. Are you listening? So you've thrown something so far out, out there. Are you hearing? But at least you're moving towards something so... Anyhow. Expect to win, to excel, to exceed all expect, natural expectation. Get a better picture of God in you. There's a better life. Get a picture of that better life. Uh, and I'm going tell you, God's authoring that right now. God is authoring that right now. I thank God for what I'm living in. I thank God for what I'm 
driving. I thank God for what I'm wearing. I thank God for my body that it's healthy and all that kind of stuff. But I'm going to tell you what, it's going to be healthier still. I'm going to be wearing better yet. I'm going to drive, are you listening, in, in better still. Are you listening? And my stuff's good for around here, but if I want to go on a long-distance trip, and I might want to just drive on a long-distance trip. Amen? I don't, worry, I don't want to worry the whole way whether or not I'm going to make it there or back again. And are you listening? Hallelujah. Well, by faith, yeah, by faith, but I could have faith, you know, in a, 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 in a lower mileage and a later model than in a higher mileage. As good as it is, praise God. Amen. She's a good runabout, but we might want to run about further. Amen. Jim might not be able to drive that far to fix me. Amen. Now, around here, I don't worry. But, I mean, you know, you get 15, 1,600 miles away, you ain't going to say, Jim, what you doing, buddy? <laughs> Jim, I need you. he say, I told you to bleed for a better one. <laughs> Praise God. All right. There's a better life. Listen, see, let's, let's believe. Listen, the blessed you. Blessed to be a blessing. You can do anything you want to do for anybody, anytime you got it. You got it. You got the proof of it. Are you listening? Glory to God. Accept the challenge of everything changed because everything has changed. So let me tell you how you accept the challenge. If everything has changed, and it has. Amen. This is where we are right now. This is what we're going to hear here. We didn't hear that there, but we hear it here. In a different measure. Amen. Listen. So the challenge is just then be willing to change everything. Be willing to change everything. Now don't you know, I don't need a better woman. I got a good woman. The best one. Amen. Hallelujah. But now, amen, I'm believing old Sarah uh, blessing on her. Amen. Amen. You take it, won't you? Amen. I mean, right in there with the 20-year-olds. Isn't that right? That's right. Amen. Good stuff. Praise God. Size three. Amen. (laughs) Well, we got to agree on something. You know, I love her however she want to be. But now, that's what's going to make her happy. Are you listening? If she's happy, she'll be healthy. And if she's healthy, she'll be happy. Amen. We're going to live long, live strong. I mean, I went to the, I went to a sale uh, the other day and and one of the neighbors, uh, you know him if I call him a neighbor, he said to me, we went to, uh, we had gone to Roanoke one Wednesday, just see what Cows was doing. And then we went up to, um, up to uh, Ashland. And at Ashland, he said, who was that good-looking woman you had with you on, uh, the, at the sale the other day? I said, well, that's my wife. I said, she's been my wife since she's 16 years old. He said, man, he said, that is one good-looking woman. And... Uh, now listen, he's kind of, listen, because she is. Amen. You know, but, but the kicker was, he goes, I said to myself, he said, that preacher has got him a good looking woman. I don't know how. He got... <laughs> I said, what? He said, I said, well, the Lord had to do that. I'll tell you right now. I said, you know, because what he was really saying, boy, ugly boy, old looking, great, ugly man like you have such a young looking, good woman. I don't understand. I thought, well, thank you for the compliment. Amen. I'll pass that on to her. Praise God. But that should be how it is. Amen. What is that? Now listen. You know, what is that's the glory of God. Yes, 
That's the glory of God. Amen. We look better. We live better. We are better than everything and everyone else. I'm serious now. You got to get over this thing that, you know, you know, you're ashamed of the blessing of God. No, we're not ashamed of the blessing of God. We're showing the blessing of God. There's a reason why. We know it ain't us. It's Him. And it's all from Him, but it's all for Him. Yeah, say it again. Well, you just, uh, you just, you just one of them rich folks. Say it again. Yes, yeah, say it. Say it. Just say on. Go on. Medea, me. Say it. Say I am ready. You, you start saying, I've been saying it. I'm glad to hear you in agreement with me. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Rich in good health. Rich in relationship. Rich. Amen. Been blessed by God in everything and in every way. Hallelujah. That's real rich, ain't it? Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus. Oh, we thank you that we're willing because everything has changed. We're willing for you to change everything. Lord, challenge us. So we challenge ourselves to be better, to shine brighter, to do more, to believe greater of you than what we ever have before in our life. God, sharpen us. Don't let us get away with slopping and slacking and, and, and just living loosey-goose. God, discipline us. Make us into disciples. Make us into the, the best, Lord, a representative of you that we can be. Father, and I thank you for it. I give you praise. You've got a call on us as a people, individually and corporately. I thank you, Lord. We are called to shine for you. We are going to walk in this dimension of the better. We're going to experience that better life in every, uh, in spirit, soul, and body. We are going to show forth the glory of God in everything and in every way, at every opportunity, in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord. We're willing to sell the shine. Now, Lord, 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 brighten us up, sharpen us up. Hallelujah. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.